Welcome to the podcast, From Our Home to Yours, with Nancy Campbell, founder and publisher of Above Rubies. It's where we learn to forgive in that home. Hello, ladies. Meadow and I are here together again. I'm so sorry that you didn't get the podcast on time. Meadow and I had done it together, but when it was time to be sent out to our webmaster, it was lost. It could not be found. So uh, Colin and I came all the way back from Florida, where we have been having our Above Rubies uh, family retreat. And uh, now we've come down, two hours down the track, to Meadow's home because she's just moved into a new home. So here we are, and we're going to do this second session again. Well, last time I started off with a poem, and so I'm going to read it to you. It's called Baby. You're worth it. Morning sickness, nighttime too, sleepy and tired the whole day through. Oh, thank you, God, a baby. Money's tight and clothes don't fit, more to sew and mend a bit. Oh, thank you, God, a baby. Baby stuff is everywhere and I just sit here on my chair. Oh, thank you, God. A baby. Daddy declares, we're going out to eat. Then tie my shoes. I can't reach my feet. Oh, thank you, God. A baby. Waiting and waiting and pains at last. Only false labor and due day passed. Oh, thank you, God. A baby, out in public, huge and humble. Is this your first? My sixth, I mumble. Oh, thank you, God, a baby. Strangers' advice, looks and sneers, taking comments, jokes and jeers. Oh, thank you, God, a baby. Five children in tow, one on the way. Out shopping, my nerves begin to fray. Oh, thank you, God, a baby. Aches and pains and heavy with child. Can't wait to put baby down a while. Oh, thank you, God, a baby. The pains begin, that good and strong. Pray and labor all night long. Oh, thank you, God, a baby. Labor and sweat and bear the pain. Husband works to share the strain. Oh, thank you, God, a baby. The baby is born. Oh, sweet reward. What a blessed gift from the Lord. Oh, thank you, God, my baby. Well... In this session, we're talking about birth. Now, that's the harder part. But of course, the reward is worth it. This precious, precious baby. So, it's great to be here with you again, Meadow. 
And uh, we've got lots of things to talk to you about in this session. Maybe before you share, Meadow, um, I should share with you, I said right at the end of part one, we didn't get time to tell you about Evangeline's story. We were just sharing, weren't we, about uh, the high uh, that you get after the baby is born, that oxytocin high. And Meadow was saying how that you feel as though you climb Mount Everest. And I said, wow, that's exactly what uh, Evangeline said when she gave birth to Tiveria. Now, that's quite a long time ago. I think Tiveria is 17 now, isn't she? I'm sure she is. Anyway, at that birth, uh, Vange was having a breech baby. And uh, they decided that Howard would be the midwife. And uh, it was a quite an amazing birth. He was an incredible midwife. He just was totally hands-on. He was in control. He just knew how to bring this baby forth. And, um, you know, when a baby is breech, you only have a couple of minutes to get that baby out once the breech part, the buttocks of the baby is crowned. And uh, this baby, it, she was ready to portion. And um, so Howard said, yes, you can push. But as she began to push, Howard realized this baby was stuck and he had to manually go in and bring down each leg one by one and then go in and bring down each arm. And all the while, he's just looking up at Vange and saying, you're doing great. You're doing great. And and he was doing all this. It was just unbelievable. And we were all gathered around Vange and we were crying out, oh God, bring forth this baby in the name of Jesus. And then the head was stuck. Oh, goodness me. But he had prepared and thought about if ever such a thing should happen, what would he do? And uh, he had worked out what he would do, which he did. And um, this baby's head was became unstuck and came out. And we sort of thought, oh, goodness me. And it seems like half an hour that all this is happening. But it was only barely a minute or so. And, and this baby came out and it was just so glorious and oh and uh Evangeline she said oh I've climbed Mount Everest and I've put my flag at the top and I know and and that's what you feel like after a birth It, it is just so amazing and you know, sometimes it doesn't work out that you have a natural birth, but we always love and long for that and pursue that if we can possibly do it because it's how our bodies were created. Our bodies were created to bring forth a baby and then you have this glorious, wonderful oxytocin high and and you have such an Empowerment. I think there's an empowerment in birthing, isn't there? You know, I think it is sad for many, many babies who just give over their birth to a doctor and hospital staff and they're not really participating themselves. They miss out because in participating and in birthing your baby, 
you are empowered. It gives you worth as a woman. You feel that there's nothing you can't do. It reminds me of that verse. A woman, when she is in labor, has sorrow because her hour has come. But as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. That's John 16, verse 21. Yes, that is just so true, isn't it? And so I believe this is why our lovely young mothers, especially first-time mothers, they, they need encouraging so many of them have never been encouraged or even understood about, you know, how they can actually birth. And um, so, um, along with my lovely daughters a while back, actually, no, Rashida was the first, mm-hmm. wasn't she? Uh, we decided that we would um, gather together and put on a birthing encouragement party for um, our new mothers. Now, Rashida... I had one, too. Oh, you did. It was so great. We started with Rashida, and it was so wonderful that we thought, oh, wow, we're doing one for Meadow. Well, you made sure we did one for you, didn't you? You weren't going to not have that. And, um, And so, of course, we had the... You know, the the baby shower. But then we had this birthing encouragement party. And so what we do at Rashida's, and we did it for beautiful Meadow too, uh, we don't just have a great big party because we only gather those who can positively share about birth and, and give just understanding and little tips and know-how um, to to these new mothers who've never been through it before. And so um, I come and Pearl and Serene and Vange and, and one or two other close friends who've just birthed naturally and uh, we begin to share. And it's just so wonderful. And Van, she has really just studied birth, of course, had 10 births. And between us all, we've just had so many births. And uh, so each one will go around and share just the things that they found helped them during birth so that they could encourage this young mother. And so how was it a blessing to you, Meadow? Oh, after I had my birth encouragement party, I remember thinking every new mother needs to have one of these. Mm It was so encouraging to me, and it it made me excited about giving birth. (laughs) Another thing that they did at my party is they all brought freezer meals for me, and that really helped out postpartum. That's such a wonderful thing, because a a lot of times in Western culture, we'll throw a baby shower for the mother, because we want to shower, bless bless them with the new baby, but we sometimes forget about the mother. And I was thinking, well, this is such a wonderful way to to bless the mother because she's the one having the baby and she needs a lot of rest and she needs a lot of encouragement. And I I think it would be a lot of women would um, have a lot more confidence as they approach their birth. In Japan, they don't even have baby showers. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was. I remember um, saying, "Oh, I'm gonna have a baby shower to my doctor," and they're like, "What's a baby shower?" <laughs> oh, 
really? So at least we have that. Yes, <laughs> but this yes. is just one more thing that's such a blessing for the new mother. Oh, yes. And it's so wonderful to have a baby shower and get all these beautiful gifts and clothes for your baby, clothes that you'll hardly ever manage to get through all of them to wear. I remember Rash- Rashida's second baby shower, for, not third, for her last little boy, that was her third baby. Oh, she got so many sets of clothes. I don't know how she'll <laughs> ever use them. But when you have a birthing encouragement party, oh, I don't know. I just think it would be wonderful, as men have said, for every young mother to have this. Um, you were going to say oh, something. Oh, yes. Yeah. I would say at your birth encouragement party, just um, invite women that are only going to share positive Yes birth stories and this is something that's I think is so important um, to encourage young women is to not scare them with your birth stories. I think that's why so many women, um, they want to have epidurals yeah. because a lot of times when we talk about our, our birth stories, if we had a traumatic experience, that's how we cope with the trauma is by share, talking about our birth story. But that can um, that can cause fear for young women who have never given birth or are pregnant. So I think it doesn't mean that we can't talk about how our, our birth was hard, but it's about the way we talk about it. Like when yeah. you, Nana, were talking about Auntie Vanja's breech birth, mm. you it was the way you talked about it. You were talking about it as a victorious experience. Mm. But if you had said, oh, it was terrible. She had a breech birth and, and she was really scared to go through it again and I don't know how she did it and, and it was so scary. Well, that would cause a lot of fear, yeah. I think. Yeah. So I, when I talk about my births, um, there were some difficult things that I went through but my point is oh but God got me through that it was still a beautiful victorious experience and and yes some things were hard like I had back labor with both of mine and they they were um their head was in the wrong position it was down but it was facing the wrong way and so that was very painful but I was still it was not traumatic it was I was still able to get through it and and still look back and and think it was a wonderful experience yes yes that that's the that is the thing because something can be hard as you're going through you you know labor is is labor it's hard hard work like some men have to get out and work so hard and and you know even when you work hard if you're really doing something that takes all your strength you go oh you kind of groan and 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 you do that with labor too and of course that's one of the little secrets isn't it when you you do have to be vocal in labor it's important. There's something about being vocal that helps you, um, you know, release things. And so when you're in labor and you, you've just got to let it out, but the secret is you, you keep it to that low groan. You don't get high and scream because that doesn't help. It, it just completely makes it worse. But there's something about this, this intense, oh, this groaning, this low groan, even if it's loud, 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 because it, it helps you in that intensity of the labor. And um, But it's not as though you're dying. It's just you're doing intense labor and, yes. and yes. oh can I add yes. to that 
Yes, I remember um, before I gave birth not to scream, not to do yeah. any high-pitched noises because yeah. that actually makes it worse. So when I had to push Warren out, I was pushing a really long time, close to uh, over an hour. I was doing like heavy metal growling. <laughs> and and I, I have a very like kind of soft, high-pitched yeah. voice. Yeah. So that... That noise was kind of surprising coming from me, I guess. But I had just had to do everything I could to get him out because his head, his hand was up there. So I, I did that deep, deep, like almost growling noise. But it seemed to help. It does. It does help. Yes. And uh, I would notice with many of the births of our daughters and our wonderful midwife would be there and they'd maybe start to get a little bit high and come on, get that noise down, you know, because it's so much better for, you know, your labor contractions. Another thing I love to tell the young mothers, and this is something I found a blessing for me and I had to know it because you know you're going through labor and you you're getting up to you know six and seven and eight and then you're getting closer to and you you're coping okay yeah you're groaning and you you know but but you're coping and um and and you're uh, you know, you're riding your waves or whatever you do, and that's another that's another thing too. You know, when you um, each contraction comes, it's important to think of something that uh, you will do as you go through that contraction, and um, everybody can will think of something different. For me, uh, to me, it was like riding a wave. I guess because I was brought up you know, near the sea, uh, by the Pacific Ocean, with the pounding waves just kind of coming down and loving to just get a ride on those waves. That was something I loved. In fact, we've just been down at uh, Panama Beach um, because that's where we had the family retreat and, and the hurricanes had been coming through nearby. We didn't get them, but it made the sea very rough, especially for the Gulf. And so it was fun. I just loved going out. But um, although it was sort of rough, it was still not what like I was used to with the living on in New Zealand and then in surface paradise in Australia. And so I... I would, as each contraction came, I would, I would just think, oh, I'm riding this wave. And instead of tensing, I, I would seek to just go with the contraction and go with it and ride it out to the finish. So that was my sort of mental image. What did you do in yours? Yes, I think um, women have different approaches yes, for how they handle they the contractions. I remember um, when I gave birth to Raymond, I would open up my palms every yeah. time I had a contraction because that would prevent me from tensing up. That's and because if you're yeah. if your palms are clenched, then it's likely that you're tense mm -hmm. down there. Mm -hmm. And yeah. and I would also thank God. When, when the contractions came, I would be like, thank you, God, because my body is working to get the baby out. Contractions are progress, yeah. and that's how you have to view them. You can't fight them. You have to surrender to them. And um, I, so I would just focus on one contraction at a time. Don't worry about the next contraction. Don't think, oh, well, if I if this one is hard, how am I going to handle the, the next one? Just take it one at a time because you get breaks, and God's grace is sufficient for that moment. Yes. That's beautiful. I love that meadow. 
Oh, I think Serene is a little spoiled. Um, she always has quite a little weight between her contractions, and I have even seen her in some of her births just sort of not off to sleep between oh, them. That happened to me. Truly? Oh, yes, not with Warren. Um, transition was very intense with Warren, my first. But with Raymond, it's like my body gave me a break during transition, and I almost felt transition? like I could take a nap. And I remember hearing my midwife say, yeah, sometimes this happens when you're at a 10, your body will give, put you in rest mode before you push to reserve energy. Yes. It was amazing. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. And uh, yes, God is so good. He is with us in labor. He is with you, dear mother, in your labor. God is with you every moment. And, And that's another thing, talking about transition, To me, I always had to have that there in the back of my mind, knowing that when I got to transition, you know, when I'm opened up to 10, and um, that's those last two or three contractions, they are so intense. They are the most intense. And it's it's that time that many mothers think, oh, no, I can't do this. I can't do this. And they will want to get an epidural or get something else. And, oh, they will give in. But if you know. You've got to remember it. Okay, when you get to that intense time, that's transition. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is, I've nearly got my baby. And so immediately after those last few transition um, contractions, you're there. Maybe you'll have a rest like you. But then you're going to begin to push and you're doing something entirely different and you're now pushing your baby out. And so if you can just remember, especially dear new mothers, um, when you get to that most intense time and, uh, you know, maybe your midwife or, or your nurse will say, yes, you're just at nine or ten you're j- and you're, you're just about there and you can do it. You can do it because you're right at the end. Yeah. And so it's just remembering what stage you are at. Yes. That's right. With uh, my second, the transition was a lot faster and my water broke and then two contractions later he was here. But with Warren, I had a long transition. But I, one thing I never let myself think was, oh, this is going to take forever. How am I going to get through this? I just... It, my, the mindset is so powerful. So I just kept thinking, he's coming soon. He's coming soon, even though I was pushing so long. Mm. And you just have to think, you just have to thank God. Oh, thank you, Lord, that this baby is coming. And you have to really envision yourself opening wide. Um, because if you envision your, your body opening up wide, then you're more likely to open up wide because our mind has a powerful influence over our body. Yeah. But if you think, oh, I, I don't know how this baby is going to come out I don't know how I can fit this baby out of my body then you're more likely to tense and close up mm. so one of the best tips is to really envision yourself opening up yes yes amen oh yes so I hope you're getting all these little things and and um, these are just some of the little tips along with many others that um, you know we would share at these encouragement parties i'm just thinking maybe we should do a podcast and and get all i should get serene and vange and pearl and and they um, would have so much to share oh (laughs) yes it would be a great idea because 
oh, I, it is so necessary to have that encouragement and that it is just such a beautiful experience. I would have to say that giving birth to my babies were the most, some of the most beautiful, ex- although they were intense and I had true real labor, but oh, when you think of the whole birth and, and the joy of that baby coming, they were the, some of the greatest experiences of my life. Oh, yes. After giving birth, two of the most amazing moments I can think of in my life are just after I gave birth. Because you have all of these endorphins, natural hormones of just bonding with your baby and oxytocin. It's just, oh, it's just, it's hard to describe it. You, You cannot describe it until you have experienced it. And that's why, you know... I just want to encourage every new mum to to just not give in and here I am, just do what you have to do to get this baby out. No, you birth this baby and uh, and you will then get that beautiful, wonderful experience that God gives to you because God is in it all. Oh, can I read you one or two scriptures? There's so many scriptures. But um, I wrote down a couple here I wanted to share with you. Psalm 22, verse 9. And David is speaking and he says, But thou art he that took me out of the womb. Now, David is saying, Oh God, you are the one who brought me out of the womb. He, I'm, he would have had um, sure that there were midwives around. That was very uh, just part of biblical life and historical life back there. There were there were always many midwives around who who would be there to help the mother with the birth. But David acknowledged, "Oh God, you are the one." who brought me forth from the womb. I want you to get this, dear mothers. Ultimately, it is God who brings forth the baby. You may have a doctor there, you may have nurses, or you may have a midwife at home. But whatever, whoever is with you, it is God who will bring this baby forth. He is the the one who does it. And in my margin, it says, you are the one who kept me in safety. And that's actually the root understanding of that scripture. And quite a few other translations say, you delivered me safely from my mother's womb. Uh, Yes, Now, actually, the New English translation in their comments say, um, you are the one who pulled me out. And um, they say the word is pulled out or burst forth or kept me safe. And so these are beautiful understandings of that scripture. You are the one who took me out of my mother's womb, who brought me safely forth. Oh, that's a scripture you need to write down and and uh, just have it there so you can be, have it in your heart and in your mind and speak it forth. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, the Knox translation says, What hand but thine 
drew me out from my mother's womb. What hand was it? It was God's hand. He's the one. His hand is there to help bring forth your baby. And then we have the message uh, Bible, which is a little more kind of down to earth. And it says, and to think that you, speaking of God, oh God, you were midwife at my birth, setting me at my mother's breasts. Ultimately, God is your midwife. He is the one who will bring your baby safely forth from your womb. So take hold of that. Oh, what a promise. And then there's Psalm 71 verse 6. By thee, O God, have I been holden up from the womb. Thou art he that took me out of my mother's bowels or my mother's womb. My praise shall be continually of thee. So isn't that wonderful? That's how I think of birth every time. I think of it for my own. I think of it for every mother as I pray for her, for her birth. Thank you, Lord. And maybe I want to just pray over every mother who's getting ready to have a baby. You're pregnant. Your birth is coming up soon. Oh, Father, I bring every pregnant mother before you now. I bring her birth before you. At that moment when this baby says it's time to come, because it's the baby who says it's time to come, And Lord, I pray that you will come to her and you will bring their precious baby forth, Lord. Oh, we thank you that you are the one who does it. You are the one who brings the baby safely forth. And I, Lord God, I I speak that promise over every mother waiting to have her baby in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Is there one more... Uh, topic I can cover real quick are we still rolling okay (laughs) I just I remember um, in our last podcast we were talking about pain and I uh, we were talking about fear of childbirth but more specifically I want to talk about fear of the pain because that's why so many mothers get epidurals but a, a lot of times when we think of pain in childbirth we think that it's going to be the most excruciating experience we've ever had and in some cases it, it might be the most pain a woman's ever gone through but not always I've actually experienced some things that I thought were worse yes. th- than childbirth like yes. when I had my root canal I was like this is worse than childbirth yes. <laughs> it's more intense and the thing about um, contractions is they're not a sharp pain they're more of a deep pain that that grows and the nice thing about it is you get breaks you're not in pain the entire time like if you have um a really bad tooth pain that that hurts almost the entire time until you get it fixed that's not the case with childbirth and and another thing is um when you when the baby comes out, when you have the ring of fire, I, I know some women are scared of that. And what I would say to them, well, that's actually an exciting pain. Like when the baby starts to come out and you feel that happening, that's one of the most exciting experiences ever because you can actually feel the baby coming out of your body and you're not really focusing on the pain. You're focusing on the baby, um, on the process of giving birth and pushing out the baby. And I, I don't remember that 
that part being scary that was like oh my goodness it's happening he he's almost out so don't be afraid of of that part yes yes oh I know, lovely ladies. You don't. You, you don't have to. Uh, you know, look with uh, just oh, you know that that fear as you come to birth. It, it, you you look forward to it with joy, um, because it is a very beautiful experience. And the greatest thing is that God is with you. He he's the one who who brought conception. He's the one who has just mightily, supernaturally, amazingly created this precious life in your womb. And he doesn't abandon you when this baby is to come. He is there. He's bringing this baby forth and 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 yield to your birth as you yield to it you will find that it is so much easier and uh, god will be with you in the most wonderful way amen amen nana oh yes <laughs> anything more you want to say about it oh um I guess I just, I'd have a couple practical tips. Um, Get your husband on board. Let him Mm. study with you so that he can be your coach. And so you can be a team. I I love that my husband was um, my coach during birth. And and with my second, I didn't really need coaching that much because it was so instinctive for me. But it it can be comforting to know that your husband can remind you to like keep your palms open and and how to breathe through, through the contractions. When I was, um, you know, reading and preparing uh, for my birth so many years ago now, but there was a wonderful book called Husband Coached Childbirth. And I'm not sure whether it is around today, but I'm sure you can get old books that are, you know, still there on Amazon. I'd look for it. It was a powerful book. I loved it. It was one of my favorite books on childbirth. So um, just look it up. You might find it and it will be a a real blessing to you. Uh, It's so good to get hold of positive, uh, encouraging uh, births on on books on birth that would encourage you to see it as a as a beautiful you know god-given experience and that your your body was created to do this is also what we need to be reminded of lovely ladies and especially beautiful young mothers or even mothers who've had you know difficult hospital births and and had sort of you know invasion and and you haven't been able to be free to to just do it how you want and to position yourself how you want and to be able to you know get down on your knees or do ever how you want to you know birth this baby and and uh So go after that. Even those who've had C-sections, you know, many times you are informed by the medical staff that, oh, you've had a C-section, you'll just have to keep having C-sections, and, you know, you can't have a natural birth. Now, that is not true. There are literally thousands of women who have had VBACs, vaginal birth after C-section. And... uh, 
it's something to go after. Go after it and uh, seek out a good midwife or or someone who will help you do that um, because it is so worth it. Your body was created to give birth. You were created to do it so you can do it. Yes, that's great, Nana. So I just wanted to go over some of the practical tips we've already discussed. We talked about opening your palms. We talked about low, deep noises. Um, We talked about envisioning yourself opening up wide and, and how to handle each contraction. Another one is to push out slowly. Um, When I pushed with Warren, my first, I had to push out really long and hard because he, his hand was stuck. So I couldn't really help with that, but he came out flying (laughs) and and the doctor caught him thankfully. But, uh, but so I couldn't really push slowly out with him, but with uh, Raymond, I was um, on my knees which helps so much. And I actually, um, I gradually pushed him out really slow and that can take a lot of self-control because you really, really feel like they need to get out when they're, when they're in there like that. But that gave my body time to open up. And so I think that really helps, um, the fact that I didn't tear. Oh, yes. Hey, baby. oh yes, the pushing out is is so important to do like that, and and uh, I just love just watching um, our lovely midwife who was with so many um, about the births of our daughters, and and I I don't think well she's hardly of all the thousands of births she's done she's hardly ever had a tear. And um, she would just, you know, massage, massage the perineum and just, just make it help to open it up just as the baby was crowning. And, and uh, you know, she'd just help them so much with just bringing forth this baby just little by little. And uh, that's important too. Although usually with your first, it is the baby is coming out more slowly and you will have many more pushes. But um, subsequent babies, oh, I found that I just got faster every time until in the end they were just flying out. I didn't even have to push. Um, but that I think your body just gets so used to birth and you know and uh, that can happen too but I think our time has gone I trust you have been so blessed and encouraged let me pray again oh father we want to give you thanks and thank you for your design lord your all your works are perfect And every design and plan of yours is perfect. Your design to bring forth a baby is perfect. And so, Father, I pray that you will help every lovely young mum to understand this, that, Lord, your design is perfect and that you are there to help them bring forth this baby safely. And, Lord, as they yield to your design. Yield to your design that, Lord, they, you will be with them and, and their birth will be so much easier. Maybe hard, but 
easier because, Lord, you help us how to do it and you teach us. And we thank you, Lord, that also you teach us, Lord, and every birth we can understand more of how to do it as um, we learn to do it your way. I just pray, Lord, again for every mother who's pregnant, who's ready to give birth, be with her in a powerful way. We pray that, Lord, um, this their baby will come forth triumphantly, victoriously, beautifully, wondrously in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, just before I go, I was thinking as I prayed, um, Serene and, and Pearl wrote a beautiful song about birthing. And it's on one of their CDs. Um, you can go to my webpage and all their songs you can download. So just uh, check around for the one on birthing and uh, it will so bless you. Maybe it will. you'll want to put it on your playlist for your birthing. You made a playlist, didn't you? Yes, Mada? I did. They were mostly worship songs. Yes, and that's beautiful to have worship songs but this was a great song for birthing oh it would so encourage you anyway we've got to say goodbye love you all Easy.